Hello and welcome to the Brutal Iron Gym Podcast, where our goal is to cut through the BS and deliver the brutal truth about topics related to health and happiness. Today is podcast number 1910. The topic is Q&A and the title is, Do I Really Have to Track Everything? (laughs) Uh, This is a question I, I sometimes get. Often when I work with clients, they're fired up, they're excited, they're ready to track everything, they're ready to... Uh, do the nth of every detail so that way they can get the best results. However, there are times when, as I go through stress of life, what we track and how detailed we track it, we do vary. We might lessen the details and think more broad, uh, sweeping concept because they have a lot going on in life. We want to make it easier for them to track so we can still do it and be consistent with it. But we understand that they have a lot of other things in that season or that moment of life. And then I also do get from time to time where people are like, you know, uh, I I eat healthy, quote unquote. I eat healthy. I really just need the help with training. And once we talk about nutrition, once we uncover some things, we realize, eh, we're not eating optimally. (laughs) So we might want to work on a few things. We might want to focus on a few things. And if we want to improve what we do tracking it does help i had a communication with a client that i thought was helpful to share they are excited to get back into uh, tracking their nutrition and they kind of fell off over the holidays they had a lot of stress there was job stress financial stress holiday stress just stress on top of stress on top of stress so they fell off on their habits so i want to reintroduce them back into it and do it in a manner in which it's not overwhelming we want to just get back into it get something consistent and then refine as we go so i wrote the following as for nutrition What I'd like to focus on is having a minimum slash maximum number of calories in protein per five to six hours of the day. Now, I'm going to break away from what I wrote already (laughs) Uh, because the reason why I'm talking about this five to six hours of the day, I I use time blocks with clients. Rather than thinking of the day as a 24-hour period, we can actually break the day down into smaller sections. This is beneficial in many ways, but one of the ways in which it's beneficial is you don't have to mentally track or mentally feel accountable for an entire day's worth of food. 24 hours worth of food can be difficult. You know, you're going to say, oh, I kind of forgot what I had for breakfast, or I don't even know if I had anything in the morning or not. <laughs> so it's, it's very common that people forget what they had and have a hard time tracking that. It's also not optimal to think of nutrition as a per 24-hour period. What that means is we can get a lot more positive aesthetic difference as well as performance difference and that then both of those can lead to health differences especially when you include mental and emotional health by playing with and controlling the timing of our food i talk about that in podcast 1906 so 1906 so just a couple podcasts ago it's a nutrition podcast titled the impact of food timing so you can listen to that podcast to learn more about why food timing is important And we also have podcast 1,757, which is a nutrition podcast titled Using Time Blocks for Easier Macronutrient Tracking. That discusses kind of the the more in-depth details of why I do this uh, in this way. 
Now, I actually do this for myself as well because it is truly just mentally easier. So I'm going to steal all my good ideas <laughs> and use them on my own. Um, but this is what we think of is if we're asleep six to eight hours a day, that means that we're going to be awake for 16 to 18 hours of the day. We can then think of our day as the first third of the day, which is the first five to six hours, the middle third of the day, the middle five to six hours, and then the final third of the day, which is the final five to six-ish hours. If we break the day down into those three sections, we can better control the timing of our food to ensure that we have about a third of our calories and protein in the first third of the day. A third of our calories and protein in the second third of the day, and a third of our calories and protein in the final third of the day. Most people undereat during the day and they overeat at night, and that contributes to why they're over, uh, they have overly fat. <laughs> so it, it doesn't necessarily impact weight gain, it does, uh, but there are ways to modify your weight that are independent of food timing. However, you can maximize your body composition and your energy and how you feel, therefore your performance in your workouts, you can optimize so much by controlling the timing of your food. If you eat more when you move more, eat less when you move less, a lot of things go better in regards to nutrition and how we look and how we feel. So what I told her was I wanted to focus on those components. I wanted to focus on calories and protein per five to six hours of the day. This would help increase our metabolism and decrease deficiencies throughout the day. Um, now, deficiencies is talking about like an energy deficit or an energy surplus. So what I want to try to do with this client is she typically undereats during the day and overeats at night. Uh, it leads to, you know, low energy during the day, low to motivation during the day to move or to even work out. It leads to increased fat, body fat uh amount at her weight so we could switch the timing around and she would be a lot leaner even if she didn't lose any weight uh, so it's we want to better balance our intake and our output so we want to get rid of those deficits throughout the day and that way our body doesn't try to hold on to body fat to protect itself from times of being underfed so i said is i'd like to work on the following i want in the first five to six hours of the day of being awake we aim for 300 to 700 calories with a minimum of, of 30 grams of protein. 300 to 700 calories is a huge range. But for some people, that creates more consistency than what they've been doing. So it sounds almost, to some, pe some people, they're going to say, oh my gosh, they just have to eat within 300 to 700 calories. That's a huge range. It's almost a ridiculous range. I wouldn't even know. Like, a lot of people would feel like that's not even right because it's such a huge range. Do I eat 300? Do I eat 700? Do I eat 550? Do I eat 650? Do I eat 450? And what I'm telling this client is, I don't give a crap. Just get somewhere <laughs> between 300 to 700 calories in the first third of the day and a minimum of 30 grams of protein. The second five to six hours of the day, get 300 to 700 calories with a minimum of 30 grams of protein. And the final five to six hours of the day, get another 300 to 700 calories with a minimum of 30 grams of protein. So what I'm really looking for is for this client to consume somewhere between 900 to 2100 calories a day. 
That is an enormous range. 900 to 2100 calories. But if they can eat 900 to 2100 calories, somewhere in that range, and get a minimum of 90 grams of protein, they're going to be more consistent than they've been. They're going to feel better than what they felt. They're going to be leaner than what they've been. A lot of things are going to go better for them because that is greater consistency than what they're doing now. I continued, and I'd like to track our adherence to this. You can set up a checklist in the notes function on your phone. You can track it on a piece of paper. You can track it via email. However you track it, I'd like you to track a yes or a no for each time block for the each day. So by the end of the week, we can see if we missed any of those time blocks on which days. So for example, Monday, simply say yes if you were able to get 300 to 700 calories in a minimum of 30 grams of protein in the first third of the day. Or say no if we missed one of those components, whether we missed the calories or we missed the protein. So Monday, we're going to have a yes, a yes, and a yes, hopefully. So yes, we hit our targets in the first third of the day. Yes, we hit our targets in the second third of the day. And yes, we hit our targets in the final third of the day. We would love for each day to have yes, yes, yes. But we might end up seeing a yes, no, yes. On Tuesday, yes, no, yes. Wednesday, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Thursday, yes, no, yes. Friday, yes, yes, yes. Saturday, no, yes, yes. Sunday, no, yes, yes. Tracking like this would allow us to see if we're struggling with consistency. For example, uh, in the example above, we missed the middle time block on Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. This would allow us to recognize that as a pattern and then make a plan for how to adjust for it. And we'd see that on weekends, we were missing the morning time block. Maybe we slept in a bit. Maybe because we slept in, we got busy right after waking up and we didn't take the time to eat. We need to track what we're doing in order to see what we're doing. Human beings have an amazing ability to lie to ourselves. We will justify almost anything, and we only have to accept it in our own head. So it makes it a much easier argument to make. <laughs> if you're trying to convince somebody else, you have to be more articulate. You have to actually make logical sense. Uh, when we try to convince ourselves, that can be a pretty fuzzy argument, and we can still win. <laughs> so it's important to track what we do, so that way we can see what we're doing without bias. I literally can see if I've missed meals without the excuse of why I missed them fogging my vision and saying, well, you know, Monday was super busy at work. There was no way I was going to get away for lunch. So therefore, we just like, we don't even recognize. We're not thinking, oh, I missed lunch on Monday. We're like, well, I couldn't even have had it if I wanted to. Right? <laughs> so all of a sudden, we like, we just excusing away Monday and we're not going to factor that into why we might be falling behind in our goals because, oh, there was no way I could have had lunch anyhow. We're not going to say, yeah, I missed lunch on Monday. I missed it on Tuesday. I missed it on Thursday. I need to figure out how to get the freaking lunch in. <laughs> That's what we want. We want an unbiased view of what we're doing.
Now, if you notice, all I wanted her to track was yeses and noes. I don't care how many calories she actually got. As long as it's between 300 to 700, I don't care what the number is. Whether it was 500, 600, 694, 302, doesn't matter. Just if it was between 300 and 700 and we got at least 30 grams of protein, it's a yes. That's all we care about. Yes is a no's right now. We just want to be in the range. This is an example of a low level of tracking that is actually still extremely beneficial because it allows you to identify patterns. It allows you to see what is possibly holding you back. And we need to be able to see that without our lies, our excuses, clouding our vision. So when we think of the question, do I really have to track everything? Why wouldn't you? I do understand that every now and then we might want a mental release. I have clients who, when we do nutrition tracking and actually track their meals and their foods in nutrition apps, they might take Sundays off. They might take Saturday and Sunday off. Uh, they might miss a day or two a week if they have a really high stress day. I tell them, don't worry about it. Let's let, just deal with what you got to deal with and get back on it next, next day. But those clients have earned that ability because... They're so consistent on the days we do track. They're happy with the results they're getting. They're doing everything right. That if we relax a little bit, we're relaxing from damn near 100% perfect to 90%. And 90% is enough to get the goals they want. But if I have somebody who's only 60% consistent, and then they're like, oh, I want to take weekends off. I'm like, you're already not doing the weekends. <laughs> so, okay, but that's not going to help, you know? Uh, if, and I'll have people ask, like, well, do I have to track every day of the week? And, and I'll be like, we're 10 weeks in and you haven't tracked every day so far. So, well, that's an odd question. Like, do I have to track every day? You're not even doing that. Why would we bother? Like, why do you ask? You might think, okay, well, I just want to know, is that something I should work towards? Well, are you happy with the results you're getting? Those are often the same people that'll say, you know, oh, I wish I would have lost a little more weight, or oh, I wish I would have got a little bit stronger. But yet they're asking what's the minimum that they need to do. So I would check yourself. I do this to myself, so I'm, you know, I can I would say this to myself. I already have. I've been doing it for uh, a lot of years. Um, I check myself on if I'm expecting more. Am I is there more for me to give? There was a book by Jocko Willing called Extreme Ownership, and I'd already embraced that concept uh, before when I was younger, but there was never a fancy book for it <laughs> uh, that I was aware of. I'm sure there was, but I didn't read a lot of books when I was younger. <laughs> uh, but Extreme Ownership is a, is a good book in the sense that you want to take ownership of everything in your life, even the bad things, even your mistakes, even your intentional wrongdoings. You want to take ownership because if it's your fault, you have the ability to influence it if you change your actions. If, if, if you are where you are because of you, you can change you and you can get something new. But if you are where you are because of so-and-so or this situation 
or that circumstance, or that person, or these people. Well, good luck. <laughs> You're not going to be able to change another person. You're not going to be able to change a circumstance that's unchangeable. And then you're stuck where you are. Find a way to make it your fault. If there's anything that you can do that contributes to it, you can then change that to get a new outcome. So when you think of the question, do I really have to track everything? I would respond with that question and say, why would you not? Why not track everything? Why not try to track more than everything? Track as many things as you can. Figure out what's holding you back. Address that as quickly and aggressively as you can so you can make the change and make progress. So I do encourage you to track what you do. Uh, but as you can see in this example, it could be simply a yes or a no. Just give yourself a range and say yes or no. You don't have to track the dirtiest of details if that seems overwhelming and it shuts you down. Start with low-level tracking and build up from there as you would like to see greater progress. Okay. Hopefully that helps. If you have any questions, shoot me an email at brutalironjim at gmail.com. Right now I'm doing free 15-minute consultations. If you'd like to meet a virtual consultation, we will set up a Zoom meeting or whatever app <laughs> works for wherever you live. Uh, I have clients outside the United States, and we'll figure it out. We'll, um, but we'll set up a virtual consultation. We'll talk for 15 minutes. I'd like to meet you. Learn about your goals, learn about your struggles, and then we can talk about what we can do to overcome those. So if you do have a goal that you're struggling towards and you just finally want to get there, you finally want the help to take that next step, reach out. You can email me at brutalironjim at gmail.com. You can go to our website, www.brutalironjim.com, and go to the one-on-one services page, and there's a link there to sign up for the 15-minute consultation as well. If you like the podcast, please share the podcast. If you like the podcast, please consider donating to support the podcast, which you can do on our website. Also, if you like the information we share in the podcast, you can find more from us on our social media channels. You can find us and follow us on Instagram and YouTube under the name Brutal Iron Gym. As always, I hope this was helpful, and thank you for listening.